Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You're listening to the Illegal Motion College Football Podcast. If you want to get in touch with the show, email us at IllegalMotionPodcast at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter at Illegal underscore Motion. Thanks for downloading. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Illegal Motion College Football Podcast. In Los Angeles, California, I'm the professor, Matt Perkins. And joining us on the road for a little riverboat gambling, it's the coach, Corey Burton. What's going on, gentlemen? Uh, getting a late start, getting a late jump on the road to Biloxi, heading to, uh, heading to celebrate uh, the impending marriage of my friend Kyle Martin uh, in Biloxi, Mississippi. So wish me luck. I'm going to go do some gambling, maybe play some blackjack and craps and then and see what I come up with. All right. Glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. Um, well, and that is obviously not the Kyle Martin that I know. <laughs> Who's the Kyle Martin that you know, Josh? Um, well, he was in my high school, and he is currently serving life in prison for double homicide. <laughs> so all right. For all you- for all you people that want to Google search Kyle Martin, Iowa City, there's some great press clippings about it. That's oh, wow. Okay. Uh, I, I, hope that, I hope that's not the same Kyle Martin, then. Fortunately, <laughs> it's Kyle Martin of Fayetteville, Georgia, and not Iowa City, Iowa. So <laughs> I, think, I think I'm good. I think I feel safe. So that's okay, good. glad to hear it. Well, uh, you've already heard him uh, speak <laughs> on the podcast, but a man who knows a thing or two about Blackjack himself, it's our intrepid blogger, Josh Cook. Well, I may know a thing or two, but my br- brother is a master. If you go gambling with him, it's pretty freaky how well he can do. Well, um, maybe we might have to meet up with him in the mics then, someplace like Biloxi. But um, anyhow, it is the final installment of our College Nicknames series, um, and we are going All-America today. Um, it's like it's 4th of July. Uh, we're going to start with the American Conference before we get into Conference USA. So, um, Josh, I'm going to let you uh, kick, kick it off here, and uh, where you want to start? Well, I think we should start with the American, right? Because yeah. uh, is that what you said? I don't know. I yeah, that well, that's what I'm saying. Let's do American. Let's. Uh, what, what's your worst the American? Oh, see, I only listen to like every third sentence you say, so sometimes I uh, I tune out. But no, I think you guys can probably guess what I have. It's the Golden Hurricanes, which I don't like color with something, but a hurricane. How do you even give a hurricane color? It, Makes no sense. It, I, it's baffling. Get it out. Coach? Well, uh, the bad thing about the American Conference is the conference name is, like, number one in all the conference names. But all the mascots and nicknames are terrible. And I'm, I'm just going to uh, – first, the first in the tie for DFL is uh, the Memphis Tigers. Um, just it, – it, they're Tigers. Very generic, very boring. There's only 150,000 Tigers out there um, in the world of college football. So, um, way to be original, Memphis. Yeah, there. in fact, there are more uh, college teams with the nickname of Tigers than there are Tigers left in the wild. Very true. So, all right. Well, I've got um, – Josh, you and I are in complete agreement here, but mine's for different reasons. When was there a last time there was a hurricane in Tulsa, Oklahoma? I mean, that's another very valid question. 
if they were like the Twisters or like the Tornadoes, like that would be much more appropriate. But like Tulsa Twisters, Tulsa Twisters. You know what? That would have, that would probably be top three in this terrible, terrible <laughs> game aggregate. So all right, be number one if they were the Twisters. Hmm. I, I don't. I think there's a pretty clear number one here, but we'll see it when we get there. All right, Josh, uh, runner up to DFL. Oh, piggybacking off of everything Coach said about the Memphis Tigers, they're in my ten hole. Coach, Cougars, all right, University of Houston, um, doing a great job. Made a uh, made a New Year's Six bowl last year. Actually, won their New Year's Six bowl against Florida State. Tom Herman's doing a tremendous job. Maybe he can change the mascot, make it something less boring. All right, I'm gonna go Cougars. All right. Um, well, I have the Bearcats here coming in second to last. Even more than I hate the, the how generic Tigers is, I hate how generic and made up Bearcats is. You get you're not a real thing, and everyone has you as a mascot. Just forget it. Hmm. Interesting. So, uh, Josh, uh, number uh, third to last. Well, if I applied this logic to Tulsa. And I also did not like the Crimson Tide. Let's take a trip down to Nalene's with the green wave of Tulane. All right. Coach? All right, Matt. Uh, I agree with your sentiment here. Um, and Memphis, they're not DFL, but they're pretty close. It's, it's more clever than Tigers and Cougars, but that's just not done to do it for me. I'm going to go with the Cincinnati Bearcats. All right. Um, I have the Tigers coming here through the last. You guys have already pretty much said everything we need to say about Tigers. So, um, well, Josh, we'll move on for you then uh, to uh, coming in, uh, I guess, ninth place. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of birds to begin with as mascots. And when you go after kind of like what's perceived as a nerd or a bookworm of a bird and the owl, like you're as wise as an owl. It's kind of a weird mascot. And I think what also hurts Temple for this is Philly is a great, great city. You know, the founding fathers had their conventions there. There's a ton of history that they could tap into and it just ignored to be kind of a random, boring bird. What would you suggest? Well, I know Massachusetts is the Minutemen for good reason. Um, I know George Washington is the Colonials. I think they could tap into something like that. They could, you know, could um, be, uh, you know, tap into the founding fathers' history, something like that. It could be like the Temple Independence or something. I don't know, just spitballing. Oh, I love like, like, the, the like, Temple Continental Congress. Yeah, I mean, there's stuff to go with. Yeah, definitely, definitely. All right, Coach, how about you? Well, Josh, um, I really can't say your explanation better than that, so I'm just going to say uh, ditto. Yeah, you got owls there too? Yes. All right, I've got the Huskies here um, in, in, in the nine hole. Uh, again, we've talked about Huskies with Northern Illinois and you know a bunch of other schools. Uh, we don't really need to get back into that. It's a dog. They're cool dogs, but it's still a dog at the end of the day. All right, let's keep it rolling, Josh. We talk about things at the end of the day not being very cool animals, and that's why I've got the South Florida Bulls. Um, again, at the end of the day, you're just a big cow. Yes, you have horns, but still, eh, doesn't, doesn't do much for me. Coach? Well, um, Josh, I think you and I are uh, – I, I think I'm like 
cheated off your list or something. Maybe I like, <laughs> flew to Chicago and like looked at your list or something. Because I've got bulls here too. Um, you're just a big aggressive bovine. Uh, at the end of the day, you're still bovine. So um, I'm gonna go with the South Florida Bulls. Uh, bulls on parade. That's about the only thing they got going for them. Um, they're in a weak conference. That's that's another thing they got going for them in the uh, context of this discussion. Um, but still, they're not very high, even on that list. Um, that's a cl- that's a clean sweep for Bulls uh, here. We have. Uh, I, I guess we all must have talked about this beforehand somehow, t- uh, telepathically. <laughs> so, okay, Josh. Well, let's uh, let's keep moving on. Uh, roll out the uh, finish out the bottom half of the list. I got the Huskies. At six. How many teams are in this conference? I've got 11 for some reason. I got 12. Oh, oh I better do a quick Wikipedia search yeah. to see who I'm missing. <laughs> so, um, all right, how about you, Coach? Well, I've, I've got uh, – here, here's where I check in with the, with the Golden Hurricanes. Um, again, uh, had they been in any other conference, they probably would have been a lot lower. Um, but since they're in uh, the American Conference and it's already weak, um, they're up there. Uh, it's kind of cool. I mean, you know, I, I like Hurricanes as a mascot. Uh, Golden Hurricanes, uh, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but at least uh, at least they use multiple brain cells instead of one um, to come up with the name. So I'll give them credit there. All right. Um, well, I've got the Central Florida Knights here. Uh, I don't I, – I'm not really sure what the um, – what what, the, what a knight would have to do with Central Florida? It's not like it's like a medieval place. Conquistadors, I think, would have been a, a better choice. Ooh, I love that. That's a good one. Ooh, that's a good one. I, you know, Conquistadors would have been a would have been way up there for me. All right, uh, Josh. Uh, I got the Cougars uh, right now, right in the middle of the pack, kind of the. Uh, yeah, they're a wildcat, but the, they at least had the imagination of using a better name. Uh, I am disappointed that no one seems to be Pumas because it's the same animal, but it sounds really cool. Pumas yes. is a good one. Yeah, I, 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 I like the Puma. I would like the Pumas as well. That would be a that would be a, a, a nice uh, little change up. How about you, Coach? I'm going Huskies here. Um, you know, still my same rationale for uh, for the other Huskies we talked about: uh, Washington and Northern Northern Illinois and. Uh, um, those type of Huskies. So same explanation as previous podcast. Um, at the end of the day, it's, it, it's not, it's not DFL cause it's, it's a better more creative way of saying dog. And it's a better, it's probably one of the better breeds of dogs, it's probably one of the tougher breeds of dogs. Um, as far as the ability to withstand extreme cold, um, and the ability to uh, travel long distances while pulling heavier weight than most dogs. So it's got that going for them. Um, just kind of type of thing that Huskies do. So, um, for that reason, they're not dead last because I like the breed of dog. But again, it, it, at the end of the day, it's a dog, um, and you know they can—I don't know—in Connecticut, they could probably do a little bit better. Yeah, so I got uh, the Houston Cougars here um, as well, Josh. I think that you know Cougars—it's—I don't know—it's it's less generic than Lions, but you know. Again, Pumas, I, I love your suggestion. All right, we've already changed three teams' names in this conference, and we're barely halfway through it. Uh, <laughs> all right, Josh, uh, let's uh, get number five then, I guess. Yeah. Good news is I realized which team I was missing, and the even better news is it is now my top-ranked team. So I, I know what team you were missing, so yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, I don't want to spoil things, but they I'm were – I'm not saying anything. They were floating out in the independent section. Mm. <laughs> uh accidentally but uh 
Yeah, my fifth team is the Knights. Um, it is generic, yes, but it's a big human with a sword, so it can't ever be terrible. And in this conference, mediocre is enough to get you into the upper half, actually. All right. Um, Coach? I'm going to go Mustangs. Um, again, uh, SMU, the Pony Express, um, they uh, has a bad, very bad connotation to it because they got the death penalty. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I kind of – part of me really likes Mustangs, the name Mustangs, and, and it just kind of what it represents, like very fast, sense of urgency type horse. Um, and part of me is like, eh, uh, uh, I kind of feel like it's that really bad, kind of just like boring feeling. But I don't know. I, I'm, I'm going to air with the side of me that really likes it, um, obviously because it's number five. But um, so I'm going to go Mustangs here. All right. Um, I've got the Owls a little higher than you guys do. Um, I think, I don't know, I, I like the owl as a bird. Um, I think that, uh, you know, owls are wise, but they are also excellent hunters and predators. And it's a little bit generic, but um, I know I would, I would prefer something like the, the Temple Independence or, uh, you know, something a little bit more colonial, as uh, you guys had mentioned. But I, I still think the owl I mean, is legitimate. For me, it's the opportunity cost, Matt. It's just, you know, what they could have picked and okay. you know, what was available to them. It's just the opportunity cost. It, you know, I, I like the owls. I like what an owl stands for. Um, you know, the owl is a very unique creature. But, um but based on what their options were and, and uh, you know, they were – Philadelphia was the center of the American Revolution, and uh, they just had a lot of different things they could have gone with, I think, in my opinion. But, you know, very good choice. I mean, I, I, like, the, I like the mascot. All right, uh, Josh. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, you, you, uh, yeah Josh, uh, number four. I have East Carolina. If I like – a human with a sword. I like a human with a gun and a sword even better. I will say this. I know this violates our color rule, but my God, if they went as the Purple Pirates, they would they would win this conference easily. Yeah, Purple Pirates would definitely make our, our uh, culminating top ten. Yeah. So, Coach? Uh, I'm going Green Wave here. Um, very extremely unique. Um, it's kind of like Crimson Tide. Uh, it kind of has mixed emotions for me as well. Um, I think it's pretty cool. Green Wave. Um, they're on the coast. Um, it's a coastal city. It's, uh, you know, with New Orleans. It's a great university. Um, you know, they get a lot of hurricanes that flow through there. Um, so it kind of makes sense. It's kind of relevant, albeit negative, negatively relevant. But it is relevant. So uh, I like the Green Wave. I like kind of the, the – I like – just kind of how they represented it. Um, it's not bad. It's really unique. I mean, you know, they could have went with uh, pelicans or tigers or something. Um, pelicans probably would have, you know, been been uh, at least referenced to their to the state bird of Louisiana. But um, I don't know. I kind of like it. It's kind of cool. It's like generic color um, and and uh, fit, but it's unique. Yeah, no, it's a, I mean, I, I have it even higher than you do. I've got the Mustangs here at number four. Uh, Corey's already talked about, I mean, like Mustangs, wild horses. Um, I'm interested to see what Josh thinks about Mustangs because he hated on Broncos for a while. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm they're inter- better than Broncos. 
I would yeah, think they're better than Broncos, but how much better than Broncos are they, Josh? Bronze medal. The University of Cincinnati. Bearcats, really? Yeah. So um, Bearcats is actually like this English butchering of an Asian animal, the Binturong, which is kind of a badass. When I read about them, they sort of sound like Asian badgers, where they're a pretty fierce animal over there in Southeast Asia. And I, I know you guys said that you've heard a lot of schools with that name. It must be high schools or something, because I don't know of another college that goes as the Bearcats. So it was unique for me. And uh, again, I know we don't use logos or anything in this, <clears throat> but we're human. And sometimes that can be a tiebreaker. And for me, I love how they kind of use Clemson's paw print logo, which we all love, but incorporated a C to make it, you know, C for Cincinnati, but also had a paw. So I don't know. It just works for me. I know you guys hated on it, but it works for me. All right. Uh, Coach, number three. Well, my bronze medalist is the Pirates. Um, Again, um, a plundering, uh, cannonball shooting, uh, pistol firing, swashbuckling, swords, Sword waving, ship stealing pirate. Um, just kind of like the, the uh, you know, kind of a badass mascot. If they were the purple pirates, they'd be unanimous number one. Obviously, we talked about that. But I think pirates is a really cool, cool uh, uh, nickname. Uh, you can do a lot with the mascot. You can kind of do a lot with the uniforms when you have something, when you have a nickname like that. Um, I really like the Pittsburgh Pirates, too. And, uh, you know, kind of what I think about uh, as kind of a tiebreaker because, you know, again, we're human. Um, I kind of think about the, the Papa Willie start, uh, the Willie Stargell hats that they had back in the 70s, kind of like those pirate hat type deals that they had um, up in Pittsburgh. I know I'm kind of off topic here, but um, it just kind of made me think of it. It's kind of cool because you could do a lot with it. Yeah, def- I mean, you'll see. I've got Pirates higher than both of you guys. I've got the, the green wave here at number three. Um, I, I think there's an interesting sort of history to the nickname of the green wave. Um, it was actually originally um, a, uh, a lyric in a song titled The Rolling Green Wave, which was published originally in the Tulane Student Newspaper. And so it sort of has this uh, grassroots um, origin, which plays off of the colors of the school, and um, they started referring to their, uh, their football team as the Greenbacks because they had green uniforms. And I just I, I like the whole sort of synergy that all that provides. So I, I think the Green Wave is, a, is, is really cool. So, um, Josh. Well uh, <laughs> yeah, Josh, number two. Mustangs. Ooh. So the Broncos – Part of the reason the Broncos are so low is, in addition to, at the end of the day, being a horse, which obviously affects the Mustangs also, there are so many teams with the nickname Broncos, and they're all overshadowed by the NFL team. Because whenever anyone says Broncos, I think more of Denver, and honestly, I think more of the Orange Crush than I do Boise State Blue Field, or certainly the Western Michigan Row Your Boat Broncos. So when I hear Mustangs, I think of the car, and the car is awesome. It's one of the best American cars just in terms of how it looks ever and, like, the vintage Shelby ones. And the new ones don't look half bad either. 
But when it comes to college football, if I'm in a college football mindset and I hear Mustangs, I immediately know SMU. And it's just a cool word. It rolls off the tongue cool. Like, even if it wasn't a horse, Mustangs sound like something awesome. Like, it sounds like a gun or something, you know? Like, it just has a good ring to it. I love it. Yeah, it has a really nice connotation. It, it, it really does. And I, I agree that it it sounds like something, like, badass. And you, and you know it's going to go fast, too. You yeah. know it's going to be fast. Yeah. You've, nev- you've never heard of Mustang the Clown. Like, it just doesn't fit. No. No. All right, Coach, who's number two for you? All right, wearing the silver medal. Um, I don't think you'll be able to see the silver medal because it'll blend in with the armor, but um, the Knights. Or the All right. Knights, really, the Knights here. Uh, very noble, uh, very noble position, uh, very royal position. Um, you know, Knights are usually uh, usually badass, especially in medieval times. They're the guys with the armors. They're the guys that can fight the best. And, um, yeah, just everything about a Knight is very noble, very just badass and brave and, you know, tough and just everything positive that you can think of in a warrior um, is brought brought about with a knight. Um, all right, yeah, um, that's interesting. Um, I have the pirates at uh, number two. Pretty much everything's already been said about them. Uh, great color scheme, you know, great logo, great mascot, you know, unique. And yeah, I just I love everything about it. So, but when are they going to hire Mike Leach? That's my question. I mean, <laughs> if he if he if he burns out at um, at Wazoo, and there's a spot for him at uh, East Carolina, there is like that is a match beyond made in heaven. Yes. So. Um, well, the last thing to say about ECU because we all love ECU, and I think I probably mentioned this on the show, but. I love that they run out to smoke machines like Miami, but unlike Miami, they use purple smoke and they blast Jimi Hendrix's purple haze as they take the field. That is awesome. That's good. Well, then um, we have a unanimous number one, um, one of the rare times we do, and uh, it is the Navy Midshipmen. Um, and I mean, where do you even begin with, you know, the perfect, one of the most perfect nicknames, uh, it's unique. It is beyond appropriate for the Naval Academy. Um, it's not just like the sailors or something like that. It is, it it has this sort of, um, I I think it has a very sort of regal tone to it. I don't know, Josh, I know you're a big fan of this one too. Well, I like that you said regal tone because, um, like when I think of midshipmen, I think of, like, the classic sailboat clipper, you know, Royal Navy, early American Navy. Like, I think of the heyday of the shipping lines, like, when war was considered gentlemanly. Like, that's what I think of with midshipmen. And, yes, it's a rank, but when you think of, like, if Army did this, like, what rank would they choose? None of them sounds very cool, but yet midshipman sounds cool. Like not only is it a rank, but it sounds cool. Yeah. I, I think the only thing, if you're going to use rank that, that would sound better or possibly sound better would be the admirals. Admirals, um, but you know, they wouldn't be the, the only admirals around. And no, they would, they would. And, 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 and you know, it, it, it sounds good. But it wouldn't be the only thing it's down. So you hear midshipmen, 
the only th- that's the only thing in town. That's the only thing in the country with that name. It's very unique. Sounds cool. Sounds just as cool as Admirals. Um, you know, sounds very like I'm going to kick your ass in a gentle, gentleman way. Uh-huh. The only and, uh, the only downside with Admirals is living in a post Star Wars universe. The it's a trap jokes would just be never ending. Yes. Um, I mean, listen, Ole Miss almost became the Akbars, so um, oh, a, a couple years true. ago. So, all right. Well, that concludes uh, the American Conference. And By the way, speaking of that, sorry to interrupt you, I saw, I saw a meme online, and uh, it was a picture of a blue tarp, and they had Admiral Akbar in the bottom corner, and it said in big letters, it's a tarp. <laughs> I about I like died that. laughing. I like that. Thing ever. But I'm not um, laughing. All right. Well, uh, let's hop into Conference USA. We moved from a very weak uh, nickname conference to a very strong one. Um, so let's start like we always do. We got to start at the bottom. Um, so Josh, uh, can, I, I think I know what you're going to say, but why don't you uh, why don't you kick it off for us? I'm violating one of my rules for just one slot because I think the team that you think I have is dead last. I have. 12. I've got 13 teams, by the way, because I threw UAB back in. I've got UAB. I've got 14 teams somehow. Oh, okay. Um, let me uh, let me count real fast. So, okay, on Wikipedia they have UAB. Yep. I've got UAB. All right. FAU. Mm-hmm. FIU. Uh-huh. Tech. Mm-hmm. Marshall. Mm-hmm. MTSU. Mm-hmm. Charlotte. Yep. North Texas. Yep. ODU. Yep. Rice. Yep. Southern Miss. Yep. El Paso. Yep. San Antonio. Yep. Oh, you know what? I see what I did. Okay. I'm just really dumb. What'd you do? I put the Owls as a tie. Mm. Yeah. So I got 14. Okay. There we go. Completely pointless. All of our listeners just turned off the podcast because I can't read. Uh, um, no, uh, that, that's definitely going to be uh, – I'm going to fix that one in post. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry about that. All right. Um, all right. Um, I'll start it again. Yeah. All right. Um, well, Josh, uh, let's uh, st- get to get it started at the bottom. Well, I'm pretty sure you think I'm going to have a team at dead last, but I'm going to violate one of my rules for just one team, and that is – I put it in Charlotte as dead last, the 49ers. I don't get why they're the 49ers, because as far as I know, 49ers refers to 1849 as in the San Francisco gold rush. So unless you guys fill me in in a really cool origin story, something about the California gold rush in Charlotte, North Carolina makes no sense. Okay, well, uh, well, we'll get to there when we get there. I will. I will. I would love to uh, give you a little backstory. I'll love to hear it. All right, uh, Coach. We'll go Panthers. Um, I'm gonna go Panthers here. Florida International. You're. Uh, you've been really. You've been hating on the big cats a lot lately. I have. They're, it's not. It's just not unique. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. In this conference, I have to. Okay, that's cool. All right, Josh. So then I can. Then I think I know where you're going. Number two. Cool. Who was your dead last? Oh, my dead last. I'm sorry. Um, I, you, you know, Josh, you know what I have to say here. It's going to be the 
Eagles, right? Is there a team? The Golden Eagles. I have to go with my Eagles as the worst mascot. And then you add the color plus generic mascot rule. I'm sorry. It's, I have to do it on principle. Multiple levels of hate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, my second to last, this is, this is a big insult to my dad because this is the uh, mascot of Anamosa High School, home of uh, Marshall Yonda, who's playing in the NFL, and my dad. So there we go. Those were probably the two best football players from that tiny town. But they are the Blue Raiders, and so is Middle Tennessee. Oh, okay. Coach? I'm going to go Bulldogs here. I'm going to go Louisiana Tech. Um, the only reason they weren't DFL is because their women's teams are the Lady Texters. Yes. Cool. Absolutely. Um, I thought that was really cool. So in, in the spectrum of women's sports, they're actually really high. But in the spectrum of men's sports, they're actually almost DFL. So I'm going to go Bulldogs because it's Bulldogs. Uh, I, I had – the exact same reasoning behind my choice as Bulldogs for second to last. So, Josh, uh, we'll let you continue. Well, you uh, said it pretty well about Southern Miss, so I've got the Golden Eagles All sitting right. there, third from the bottom. Coach? I'm going to uh, go Newcomer, Old Dominion. No, 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 not, no just kidding. Never mind. I misread it. I'm going to go Rice. Rice <laughs> Owls. The Rice Owls. I was about to say Old Dominion Owls, and then I realized I stopped myself, thankfully. Um, but I'm going to go with the Rice Owls. Okay. It's my next team. Um, again, it's a bird. Uh, and in the context of this conference, it's, uh, you know, they're not there. All right. Um, I've, got the, I've got Josh's second-to-last team here, uh, the Blue Raiders. Um, sorry, Coach, we know you've got ties, but – uh, collar plus generic mascot uh, rides on. All right, Josh. I got the mean green of North Texas. Um, I know why they have it. They, they named it after Mean Joe Green, which is really cool to honor an alum like that. The problem is, and it's kind of sad that this happens in our society, but the farther we get away from anyone knowing who Joe Green is, the less the nickname makes sense. And as much as the three of us are big football fans and immediately know Mean Joe Green is the great Steeler, had the awesome Coca-Cola commercial, I'm just not sure that future generations are going to really make that connection, especially when their mascot is an eagle. Yeah, that's uh, – I mean, obviously that, has to, that would have to knock him down for me too. So, um, Coach? Well, I'm going uh, – I went Rice Owls, um, and I'm going Florida Atlantic Owls. I'm going to go just get my run of owls out. Um, that's the uh, that's the Tigers um, of the SEC. This is kind of like the owls of the um, Conference USA. I, I feel like that um, – wouldn't be surprised if three more teams change their name to the owls because I think they might think that's the thing to do in this conference. But – um, I'm gonna go with the Florida Atlantic Owls. Um, they, the only the only tiebreaker was alphabetical, um, so F comes before R. I mean that's uh, that's as good a reason as any. So yeah. um, I've got right. the I've got the Panthers here, um, in uh, I guess this would make it eleventh uh, place. Uh, and I mean we we we've said enough about Panthers and Owls at this point that we can just keep uh, moving forward. You, you know what you know what does it? It's you know and and, and I know again I, I try not to be. 
as humans um, when I do these rankings, but it, it's the helmet that kills me. It's that just really like, I don't know, it doesn't look, it doesn't look like anything. Um, with the FIU Panther, it just kind of looks, doesn't really look intimidating. It looks almost like just very sleek. And, yeah. Just, just doesn't do it for them. Their logo just doesn't help their cause. I think if they change their logo, um, the connotation of it or just kind of like when you think of it, you know, it might raise its reputation a little bit. Yeah, for sure. All right, Josh. Um, oh, who you got next? I'm at Louisiana Tech, and uh, for one of the reasons Coach brought up, their women's teams, the Lady Texters, it's really cool. Why why can't the university just be the Texters overall? I mean, again, okay, we're, we're making changes left and right. I love it. Um, Coach, number 10. I'm, I'm going Blue Raiders here. Um, you know, generic mascot, slap color on there um, to try to make it sound cool. Uh, it's not DFL. Um, because I think it takes more than one brain cell to uh, to put together a color and a generic mascot. So I'll give them credit there. Um, and uh, the logo just kind of, I don't know, the logo seems very JV as well. Um, that doesn't help. But uh, I do have ties to that university. Um, so, you know, I do like them. I do root for them. But um, they're going to check in right here behind uh, the run of Big Cats and Birds. All right. Um, well, I've got uh, the mean green here of North Texas, Josh. Um, and, my, and one of my reasonings for keeping him, you know, this low is that Mean Joe Green spelled his name with an E on the end. So hmm. you're honoring the, the, the you're honoring the man with by misspelling his name. So um, let's, uh, yeah, number nine, single digits. Well, I've got my owls tied, but since we're going as a ranking, uh, I decided to put Rice lower than FAU. And the reason is uh, I was reading a little bit about the university, and they have a really, really well-regarded student newspaper called the Rice Thresher, which why can't they just be that? Because, first of all, Threshing machines are involved with grain, which is what rice is. So you got that kind of tongue-in-cheek name. There's a thresher shark. And from the old Atlanta thresher hockey team, there's also a bird named that. I think it fits way better than owl. I know that. I know that. Georgia State bird, the brown thrasher is the Georgia State bird. Yeah. So I feel like rice could do more by switching to the threshers. And... Also, I, I know that Rice is a really smart school and owls are perceived as a really smart bird, but the other thing is they're also in Texas and they're in Houston, which is named after Sam Houston, a big, big figure in Texas's independence. So much like Temple that uh, we just talked about, they've got a revolutionary history that they are completely ignoring to be a random bird. Shame on you, Rice. Change it. Well, they have Sam Houston. So. I know, but they're in the same city. They're in the yeah. they're in the same city. They could tap into that. All right, coach. Yeah. Well, um, well, shit. I just kind of got thrown off here. Um, I'm going mean green here. Um, for the reasons you guys said, uh, it's a really cool idea. But um, it was a really cool idea back in you know the '80s when people do and uh, really loved Mean Joe Green. Now there's a really large section of people, even people that attend that university, that are probably like, who in the hell is me, Joe Green? And uh, unless they have his picture.
picture on the side of their helmets, it's not going to make any sense. All right. Yeah, I have both my owls here. And my tiebreaker was I had rice higher because of the connotation of rice being one of, um, you know, of, of rice, rice being one of like the great academic universities of the South. So FAU, not exactly on the same, uh, on the same level academically. Well, Howard Stellenberger is the father of FAU football, so. Yeah, so why don't they call themselves like the Schnellies or something? That would be a good name. See, we need to just we, we need to be on the, the nickname committee for for every conference. We really do. They just need to run it through us first. That's the key. All right. Um, uh, all right, Josh. Then you have the other owls here. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and here's my critique of FAU. So they're in Boca Raton, Boca Raton, right on the ocean. So they could have done any awesome marine life. And also Boca Raton, not that far away from Everglades. I'm sure there's some awesome animals that live in swampland. Come on. Come on, man. Shame on you, Florida Atlantic. I mean, come on, man. Um, Okay, well, I have – oh, yeah, sorry, Coach, go ahead. I'm going to go 49ers here, um, newcomer Charlotte, 49ers. Uh, don't really know the reference. Maybe, Matt, you can enlighten me. It's a cool nickname, but if, unless you're in a university in the San Francisco area um, or a team in the San Francisco area, it doesn't really make much sense unless you just really like the name and you want to say, you know what, I really like that, that piece of history. We're going to pay homage to that. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, I will. Um, uh, I, I will let you guys when we get to my, uh, my where, where I have them. But I have the other my other owls here. Rice, like I said, have them a little bit higher because of the academic prestige. So I don't need to say much more than that. All right. Top half of the conference, Josh. Well, this will be a little bit of a surprise uh, because they are in the top half, and by and large, we don't really like big generic cats. But I put Florida International here, and I think part of it might just be. I'm applauding the fact that they dropped the golden part. They used to be the golden Panthers. Ugh. Ugh. Um, but they deserve a lot of this. Yeah, they deserve a lot of the same critique I gave FAU. They're in the Miami area. They're right by the Everglades. They're right by the ocean. There are plenty of awesome animals in both areas to choose from. Why do you have to go generic? Coach? Well, if I was an old Miss fan, this team would be DFL. Um, or if I was Matt Perkins, this team would be DFL because because um, you hate, for some reason, you hate this mascot because it's related to a, a university that you um, just absolutely, I'll just put it nicely, you just dislike them. Um, I will say the Golden Eagles here, University of Southern Miss, um, it cracks me up listening to old Miss fans refer to Southern Miss because they call them the Mustard Buzzards. Um, and it's kind of like their derogatory nickname. So I think that's kind of funny. But we already um, decreed during the season that if they just embrace the Mustard Buzzards, again, that would be that would be near the top here. It would be. It would be. It would be probably the most unique name um, in the country. Um, yeah. Mustard Buzzards. Um, I like it. The, um, they can also be the Fighting Farves, just to get a little bit of alliteration in there. Um, fighting Farves, they okay. wanted to, but I don't know. Like the Golden Eagles, Eagles is very like a very noble bird. So I'm going to break my rule on birds here, and because it's an eagle, I'm going to make an exception for an eagle. Uh, and then Golden, um, you know, Golden is a very noble color. So 
doesn't get much more American than that. It fits the conference very well. Um, eagle. Um, even though it's not a bald eagle, but it's an eagle. It's a golden eagle. Um, and it fits. So I like the uh, – um, I would like to be even better, though, if they were the mustard buzzards. All right. Well, um, I've got the 49ers, and so it's, it's, I guess it's my job to enlighten you guys here. Um, the The reason they're called the 49ers is because uh, three years after they – uh, were, were founded in the university itself was founded as the Charlotte Center of the University of North Carolina in 1946. But um, in 1949, uh, they were saved from being shut down and it changed the name of the university to the um, to the uh, University of North Carolina Charlotte. And it uh, sort of 1949 sort of became like was like the year of their rebirth, I guess. And um, there was uh, and also, just sort of randomly, Highway 49 uh, goes right by the campus. So, you know, a couple interesting things there. Um, I know naming after a road seems a little bit strange, but I kind of like it. Um, and it's at least unique to college sports. So, Josh? Mm. Well, I got the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers. Um, I guess it's kind of a more unique way to uh, to call yourself a mountain man or a mountaineer like some of the other universities did. Um, and I think there's a couple other schools, uh, maybe an FCS and, and smaller, that goes the Hilltoppers. But for me, whenever I hear that, I immediately think of Western Kentucky. And as soon as I think of Western Kentucky, I think of one of the truly brilliantly bizarre, awkwardly rememberable mascots of all time, the big red blob. Oh yeah. That thing is, th- th- that thing is just pure joy. Yes. So, uh, coach. I'm going the Blazers here. Um, by process of elimination, uh, what we got left. Um, I'm gonna go Blazers here. I, I like their helmet logo of the, uh, the fire breathing dragon. Um, there's a lot of Blazers. Um, the, the, the first thing that comes to mind when I think of Blazers is the Portland Trail Blazers. Um, and then, uh, obviously, that's a uh, Lewis and Clark reference. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think uh, also the Valdosta State Blazers. I don't really know how, kind of how they came up with that, but go with my Division Two reference here. Um, and then you got the UAB Blazers. Um, I, I don't really know a whole lot. Maybe someone can enlighten me here, but I don't really know a, a ton about the significance of, of the Blazers and why they chose that. But um, it's, it's creative. It's different. Um, but in this conference, it's not number one, but it's in the upper half somewhere. All right. I've got the Miners of UTEP um, uh, coming in here at, uh, at number six. And uh, you guys both have them higher, so I'll let you guys talk about them a little bit more. I think it's great. Um, you know, not a lot of not a lot of places are the miners, and it sort of has this like rugged idealism, I guess, about it. But I'll let you guys get into that a little bit more. So, Josh, uh, number five. Well, I've got your miners right there, number five for me. Um, you know, we've we've waxed poetically about the Stephen F. Austin lumberjacks, and. The miners kind of fits into that same mold where it's just a you know strong as hell burly blue collar man who breaks rock for a living. It just sounds so badass that it works to name your sports team after. And again, we're human, so we sometimes have tiebreakers. 
And I love how UTEP has their T be the big pick. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Coach? I'm going Hilltoppers here. Um, I'm going for the same same reasons that Josh said. It's a very unique way of saying uh, mountaineers or mountain climbers or, you know, tapping into that culture, which is kind of what goes on in Western Kentucky because you're kind of in that Western Kentucky, West Virginia, Appalachian mountain corridor right there. And it's, it's just kind of a unique way of, of making reference to the region that you live in. Um, it's not far from Nashville. It's about, about an hour and a half to, um, to um, Bowling Green. And, uh, you know, it's, it's an easy place to get to. They're always really good. They're always well coached. Jeff Brown does a tremendous job. And, again, just being human, um, you think of the uh, – you think of that mascot and, and just kind of like what it is. What is it? You know, it's like, you know, it's a big red blob. It's – you know, you can't hate on it. It's like it's like the mascot that's impossible to hate on because, you know, it just makes you laugh and brings you joy and it just kind of, you know, you just I, it kind of puts you at ease a little bit when you see the, the actual mascot. But, you know, I, I think it's a unique reference to the, to the region they live in, and, and that's kind of why I like it. That's kind of why it's breaking my top five here. All right. Um, well, I have the thundering herd of Marshall here. Again, starting to really split hairs up here uh, near the top. Um, you know, the, the idea of the thundering herd with the bison as their mascot, um, I love it all, except I just don't think it's the most regionally appropriate animal that they could have chosen. I don't think there were ever a lot of bison in West Virginia. They seem to be more of a plains animal. Josh? Hmm, that's interesting. Uh, that you feel that way. But um, I've got in my four hole, Texas, San Antonio, the newcomers, the road runners. Um, yeah. I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to pick a bird, you got to pick a unique bird. And uh, with our culture of cartoons, as Corey just did, road runners is a fun bird. You know, you immediately think of the cartoon strip and that bird just messing with, the uh, Acme Cougar. Wild E. Coyote. Yeah, I forgot what animal he was, but yeah, his terrible Acme products that, why did he keep going to that same company? Was there not a Walmart around? He couldn't find another. I mean, <laughs> out west, it's, it's really tough to get goods from anywhere else. I mean, I imagine he could, he could get the Sears catalog at least back in those days. It was everywhere. <laughs> true, true. But, yeah, I've got UTSA right there. Well, um, should we here of course and start analyzing uh, Louis Tunes? Are we, are we going that direction? I, I don't think we, I, we're already running long, so we gotta we, we gotta keep it here. We can maybe have uh, another special down the road uh, talking Looney Tunes. Um, I like the thundering herd here um, in my four hole, um, and uh, I, I kind of like just it's a very cool mascot. It's like you know, it's a very cool way of just saying bison. Because you think of a thundering herd, you think of, like, you're about to get your butt run over, um, get out of the way, thundering herd's coming along. Um, you know, and I kind of like what they've done with it now. They just shortened it to the herd. So, um, you know, I, I, I like everything they do with it. I think they do a tremendous job with it. Again, regionally, it's, I don't know, it's not, like, the most relevant animal they could have picked. But I guess if you're going to go that route, might as well, do something cool and unique with it. Go Thunder and Herd. I mean, they could have gone uh, with cougars, or they could have gone with like mountain goats or something, or uh, or they could have found another way to save Mountaineer. But you know, nobody wants, nobody's got time for that. So they went Thunder and Herd. 
Oswald's in Florida. All right. Um, I've got the Blazers of uh, University of Alabama, Birmingham here. Um, and I think that, you know, obviously a lot of people think of when they say Blazers, they think of the Portland Trail Blazers. But I like the fact that their, their twist on it is a blaze of fire. You know, they've got that dragon mascot. And I think that is, uh, you know, sort of a, a different way. So they are, you know, they're breathing fire down the necks of their opponents. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, Josh? Yeah, I have Old Dominion Monarchs. Um, I love the regality, as we talked about, from Navy. Um, I like that it works on different ways. Uh, I remember one time I did a blind NCAA tournament bracket with my mom as an experiment. All we did was give her the nicknames, and she thought that they were named after the butterflies. So it's it's cool how that can happen. And... Um, when your school is Old Dominion, and that's a little snooty, no offense to them, but it kind of is, you sort of need to have a mascot or a nickname or a logo that's a little snooty, too. And Monarchs achieves that, but I love it. So I gave them the, my bronze medal. All right, Coach. Bronze medal, the Roadrunners. Um, if you're going to go bird, might as well make it cool. Might as well make it interesting. And, and uh, this day and age, Holds really relevant with the uh, with the Roadrunner cartoon. So, um, good job to the University of Texas at San Antonio um, for um, and everything that you guys have already said about it. Um, I'll just go with that as well. Um, but they get my bronze medal. I'm just going to say ditto to that, Corey. I got the Roadrunners uh, bronze medal position. So, all right, top two getting there. Uh, Josh, what you got? Well, your geographic argument kind of uh, shook my confidence a little bit in it, but I still love it, and it's the Thundering Herd. It's just so unique. We've talked about all the countless teams that are, you know, Bulls or Bison or Buffalo or Longhorns, and it's all the same thing. It's supposed to be a big, powerful animal that can trample you and mess you up, and that's kind of – the fear tactic that all those teams are going for, except Marshall actually described it. That's the fear that you have of this big lumbering beast. You know, a, a bison isn't fast. It's powerful. And what makes it powerful is when there's literally a herd of them, there's hundreds of these beasts running you down. And Marshall does such a good job of captivating that image for me when I think of a thundering herd. That's a really great argument. Well, damn. Uh, coach, <laughs> coach, who's well, your you put it like that. Maybe I should rethink my rankings. But I'm going to go Miners here. No. Check that. Audible. Omaha, Omaha, Omaha. I'm going to go uh, Monarchs here. Um, I'm going to go with the newcomers because I can't get the newcomers the gold medal in anything just yet. All right. So they're going to get the silver medal. All right. The, the Old Dominion Monarchs, extremely snooty, uh, extremely unique, extremely relevant. Um, and it just kind of like all ties together, and I think they kind of just play into that very well. Um, the Old Dominion Monarchs, you know, I I couldn't think of any other name that would fit that university than the Monarchs. Uh, yeah, um, I I mean I've got the I've actually got the Hilltoppers higher than any of you guys do here at number two. Um, again, unique name, and the mascot just does it for me. I know we're not supposed to think about mascots. 
um, with these rankings, but I, I, at this point they're inseparable and it is that, that, that mascot just brings pure joy. So, um, I will cede the floor to you, Josh, for, uh, your number one. Well, I got the UAB Blazers and, uh, it's funny. You guys mentioned the Trailblazers and some other teams that have the name and I've never even heard of of those other schools, um, you mentioned Valdosta State, and they're, you know, they're the not on my radar. They've won the national championship a couple of times. Yeah, well, they're not on my radar, and I'm not a big NBA person. And they're, I was called, they're in Georgia, so yeah, um, that's why they're on my radar. My oh, okay. Well, I'm not an NBA person either, so I never really call the Trailblazers the Blazers. I just call them the Trailblazers. So I, to me, the UAB nickname is really unique, but also it has a little bit of a personal. Touch um, when I was, I think I was 12 in uh, during the NCAA tournament in 1999. Uh, Iowa actually took on UAB in a 5-12 game, and I had never heard of this tiny school. And for whatever reason, here's a great applause for elementary education. But they had the uh, the basketball game on at our school on TV in the library. And if you wanted to go and watch it, you could get a hall pass and go to the library and watch a basketball game. So, of course, I did that. And I had never heard of this little school. And so every commercial break, uh, the telecast, you know, has the logos of both teams kind of fly by as like the way to pan or wipe to the commercial break. And so every few minutes seeing that awesome dragon with the fire and stuff just stuck with me. And to this day, I love Love the Blazers moniker for UAB. All right. Um, uh, Coach, it sounds like, Ben, you've got the minors. <laughs> I do. I do. And, uh, you know, for a lot of the reasons you, you, you guys talked about with the minors, just the, kind of the, you know, just the connotation of hearing that word, you, you immediately think of somebody that's just covered in black soot. They're big, burly, you know, tough, brave guys that are just – you know, they'll work from sun up to sundown. They don't know. They have no idea, um, you know, a frame of reference for, for daylight or anything. Um, just a very tough, um, just a very tough person um, is kind of what a minor is and what a minor embodies. Um, then you look at the, then you look at the broad scope of what teams in sports are the minors. And I couldn't think of any. Um, and then the, the UTEP minors come to mind. Uh, the human side of me like really likes the logo and what they've done with the logo where they, they have UTEP, but the T is the giant pick. Uh, I really do love that. Um, that's kind of what kind of, you know, kept moving them up the charts for me. And, you know, you compare a lot of the different things. And, you know, my top five could really be interchangeable. Um, I could make a case for number one for, for everybody in my top five. Um, but I'm going to go with the minors here because, you know, when you, when, you, when you think of a team that needs to be tough, Think of a mindset that you want to get your players into, especially if you're a team like UTEP and you're, you're generally the underdogs in your conference and, and, and you're always like, this El Paso's not really, uh, you know, not really going to sell recruits, you know, and, and you're not really getting the top of the top. So you have to get your guys into a mindset of, hey, we need to just be tough, brutal, and just fight our way, claw our way in every game. And, and they got to have that mindset. And I think – a minor embodies the mindset you need to have if you're a UTEP minor football player. 
I like that. I like that. Um, obviously, my process of elimination, I have the Old Dominion Monarchs as number one. Um, Old Dominion, it was a term that the British Crown used to refer to the state of Virginia early on in its history, especially during the English Civil War um, back in the 17th century. And I, it's, it just it seems so appropriate that plus the logo of the lion, the king of the jungle wearing a crown, um, the you know it's sort of they've got these also like sort of shades of purple in their logo which purple is you know uh, the color of royalty it all just sort of comes together uh for me to be a, a really really great mascot and nickname so nice. all right well um, uh, what were what were the aggregates because we didn't do that for either conference yeah. so we'll start with uh the american conference uh dead last was uh no surprise to anyone the tigers of memphis um, followed by the Tulsa Golden Hurricane, um, the, uh, the Cincinnati Bearcats, the South Florida Bulls, the uh, Houston Cougars, uh, the Huskies of the University of Connecticut, um, uh, followed by uh, coming into our uh, top four, um, uh, sorry, top five, number five was uh, Tulane Green Wave, four, uh, Central Florida Knights, uh, three, was the SMU Mustangs. Uh, number two were the Pirates of, uh, uh, of uh, East Carolina. And with a unanimous number one, it was uh, the Navy Midshipmen. Middies. Middies, uh, no surprise there. Uh, in a, the much more hotly contested conference, it is sort of, there, there, there are two very clear tiers here. Um, we've got sort of a bottom eight and a top six. The bottom eight, um, are the Bulldogs, Blue Raiders, Golden Eagles, Panthers, Mean Green. Um, the Rice Owls are one point worse than the FAU Owls, and the FAU <laughs> Owls are tied with the 49ers. Um, so all of that sort of bottom eight all had less than half the aggregate score of the top six. So number six was Western Kentucky Hilltoppers. Number five, the UTEP Miners. Number four, Marshall Thundering Herd. Three, UAB Blazers. Second, the Roadrunners uh, of uh, UT San Antonio. And number one, um, barely, it's the Monarchs. So nice. uh, got two new teams right at the top um, of our nice. rankings, which we don't usually see. But um, again, uh, some of the new, sometimes though, the newer teams will have. Uh, the more, uh, you know, the more novel name, the more unique name. So um, well, we would be remiss if we didn't talk about two conferences that have so much representation from the state of Florida and not give some love to the only nickname in Florida that even comes close to competing with the Seminoles. And that is, of course, the F- Florida A&M Rattlers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a that's a great one. That's a that's one of the a, best fans in the country too. Oh yeah, and an absolutely incredible logo too. Oh yeah, all all around big winner there. Uh, we would also be remiss if we didn't assign our very American podcast. We didn't assign a uh, an episode mascot. Our our mascot for this episode of the uh, Illegal Motion College Football Podcast is actually none other than Hacksaw Jim Duggan. <laughs> oh my goodness yeah. so yeah i was getting a call sorry guys um yeah hacksaw jim duggan Hi-ya! and also um going back making reference to a previous episode where we talked recruiting um i just got to learn on my phone that uh georgia five-star athlete commit 
or signee, I should say, B. Cole Hardman. Uh, there's a video out there of him snatching 135 pounds with one arm. Wow. Over that's, yeah. That, that's so a, you know what a snatch is, that's pretty impressive. Nice. Um, well, obviously, uh, two schools, Liberty University and American University, did not make the cut because they were not in this conference. We have to get a, a quick shout-out to them as well. So um, that's going to do it for our conference rundown. We will be back at some point with a um, – aggregate top 10 as well as a draft preview um, and some spring ball wrap up. So uh, make sure you keep your eyes and ears peeled to however you get your podcasts. And so uh, on behalf of the coach, Corey Burton on the road, somewhere between Nashville and Biloxi and on behalf of Josh cook in the second city, this is Matt Perkins in Los Angeles saying so long and see you next time on the illegal motion college football podcast. Thanks for listening to the Illegal Motion College Football Podcast. To get in touch with the show, email us at illegalmotionpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at illegal underscore motion. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.